joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear online listeners and dear listeners who follow us on your local radios of your respective cities, we want to greet you in the name of the anger. The Apostle Paul says in Romans 1.18, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness is under the anger of God. I've greeted you in the name of the heavenly anger, not to intimidate you, but the heavenly anger is a source of salvation. The Apostle Paul, who is a man of God, who has informed the nations, has informed us the anger of God, which I call the righteous anger. The anger of God is revealed against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. The anger of God will be a source of good for you. The topic we are going to speak about today is going to be around the anger. There is righteous anger in the name of whom I have greeted you. When Jesus was suffering, he surrendered his fate in the hands of the righteous anger. The Bible speaks of the one who, when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. If Jesus surrendered or committed himself to this righteous anger, you too must learn to commit your life and situation to the righteous anger. Whenever you are in times of distress, I'm thinking of King David, who also committed himself to this righteous anger. He says, the tongues of death surrounded me, and I cried to the Lord, and he heard my cry, and the Lord was angry, and his nostrils were fuming. David also committed himself to this righteous anger that is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness. But in the situation of David, he was in danger of death. He says the tongues of death surrounded me. And that is why I am warning the beast that comes from the sea. The Bible says what? He who kills by the sword will be killed by the sword. He who leads into captivity will also be led into captivity. The tongues of death surrounded David. But there was a heaven that was angry. That is why I say to the people of the earth, do not do evil on the earth because the anger of God is revealed from heaven against all unrighteousness, all injustice. The anger will be revealed. It is not only the unrighteousness of men, but also the unrighteousness of demonic powers. Today is a message of anger. According to Romans 1.18, the anger of God, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness, all unrighteousness, the ungodly who insulted God. Let me read Jude. 
I'll come back to the message that I want to share with you today. But it is going to be around the anger of God, not the anger of man. Jude 1 verse 14. Now Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied about these men also, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousand of his saints to execute judgment on all, to convict all who are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which they have committed in an ungodly way, and all of all their harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. I greeted you in the name of the heavenly anger. And that is the topic that we're going to talk about today. And we're going to, to read scriptures on this topic, victory over dark anger by righteous anger. Victory over dark anger by righteous anger. Death was angry against King David. He says, the pangs of death surrounded me. The enemies were there. But there was an anger against anger. And I would love that this war should be declared. Do not become angry against the anger against you. It will do nothing. But may you commit yourself to the anger that is against the anger that is fighting you. The anger of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness. Him who reviled did not revile in return, but he committed himself to the one who judges righteously. May you call the judge of the earth. And his anger is going to appear as in Psalms 18. God was angry because he's anointed. That is what I'm saying to the people of the earth. Be careful with the anointed of God. When the Bible says, do not touch my anointed ones, God was angry when he spoke this. I also say to the people of the earth, do not touch the children or the people of God. In Zechariah, the Bible says, he who touches you, touches the apple of my eye. Do not touch. The anger will be there. Like Jesus, he was insulted. He was threatened. Who says threats behind the threats where was anger. The Bible says he who was threatened did not threaten back, but committed himself to the one who judges righteously. We're going to go through scripture. We're going to read is Isaiah 8 20 to 23 to the law and the testimony if we do not speak this way there will not be a dawn for the people they will pass through it hard pressed and angry and it shall happen when they are hungry that they will be enraged and curse their king and their God and look upward insults are a product of anger when people are angry they insult they will be enraged and curse their king and their god and look upward then they will look to the earth and see trouble and darkness gloom of anguish and they will be driven into 
darkness. Nevertheless, gloom will not be upon her who is distressed, as when at first he lightly esteemed the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, and afterward more heavily oppressed her by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan in the Galilee of the Gentiles. When the devil is angry, he expresses his anger by insult. That is his way, his pattern. Let's read in Revelation 13, and we're going to deal with this reality. Revelation 13, verse 5, and you're going to understand what was happening there in Nazareth and Galilee. Verse 5, Revelation 13, the Bible says, And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them and authority was given him over every tribe, tongue and nation. Revelation 17 verse 3. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast which was full of names of blasphemy. Behind insults is a beast who has been contaminated by the great dragon. The Bible says in, Rome, in Revelation 13, the dragon gave him his mouth, his authority and power. He began to insult. Behind the insults of the beast, there was anger. It is the normal process. When you read 17, Revelation 17, verse 3, the Bible says, The woman sat on a scarlet beast which was full of names of blasphemy. This beast had the fullness of names of blasphemy. These are not just names. These are spirits. The Bible speaks that this beast was in a desert, in a multitude like the sand of the sea. And I saw a woman seated on a scarlet beast that was full of names of blasphemy. It is the same beast that we read in Revelation 13 that is a full of blasphemous names against God. That insults God, insults his name, insults his tabernacle, and insults those who dwell in heaven. It means the angels all are insulted. This beast was angry against God, against his name, against the tabernacle, and against the angels. And in order to pour his anger, he was insulting them for 42 months. This was anger. Not only he was insulting. I go back to Revelation 13 verse 7. It was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them, and authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. Verse 10, he who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. I, am, I have wanted, I wanted to let you know there is a reality of this beast. It's an international organization because he had authority over every tongue, nation, and tribe. And he was insulting God. 
his tabernacle, his angels, but in verse 7, he continues to insult the saints. The Bible says it is from the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. We see that the beast was filled with the names of blasphemies. The beast was filled with demons of insults. Not only he was angry, but he was insulting. Not only he was insulting, he was also killing. Let's go forward. The devil has not changed. When you go to Genesis verse 4, we can see the same pattern. The Bible says Cain, Cain was of the devil. It means that he was inspired by the devil. The pattern has not changed. Revelations was after thousands and thousands of years before Cain. Cain was angry against his brother Abel. Did Abel do anything wrong? No. It is dark anger. Anger without reason. The anger of Cain was because Abel did good. Satan inspired him anger. Genesis 4. Genesis 4 verse 5. But he did not respect Cain and his offering. Cain was very angry and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Now read verse 8. Now Cain talked with his, with his with Abel, his brother. It, it, it means that he insulted or threatened him. But he did not just speak against his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. The Bible says Cain was of the devil. Do not be like Cain who was of the devil. The same thing that Cain imposed on his brother, the beast in Revelation is imposing on God, on his name, on his tabernacle, on the angels and the saints. Follow me while I want to remove you of the mess. What the devil did in the past is doing it again. Why is the beast against the saints? It is because he is not sanctified, holy, so he hates those who are holy. The world loves those who are like it. That's why the Bible says all those who are going to live righteously will be persecuted. The beast does not stand those who are consecrated to God and who are living righteously. There is a word in Revelation 15, whoever kills by the sword will die by the sword. Whoever leads into captivity will be led into captivity. Let's go forward. Anger attracts anger. The beast was angry against God and his angels, but this way was going to attract 
les engarognés. The Bible says you shall not kill. And I, I say to you that whoever is angry. Jesus said, it was said to you, thou shalt not kill. But Jesus says, whoever hates his brother is a murderer. May you avoid to have hatred against your brothers and your sisters. Behind hatred is the same spirit that kills. Because Jesus knew what happened between Cain and Abel. Because behind anger is hatred and it will be followed by insults and threats. Cain spoke to his brother not in a good way, but afterwards he killed. Same with Jesus. He did not escape this. The devil threatened him and he was insulted, but he committed himself to the one who judges righteously. Let me go forward. You know that Jesus is arrested in Gethsemane and when he's arrested, what did Peter do? Peter removes his sword and cuts off the ear of the Roman soldier who arrested him. And Jesus said, put your sword back into your on your side for whoever kills by the sword will die by the sword he repeated the word that was spoken in revelation and he warns peter he who kills by the sword will die by the sword jesus did not want to fall in the trap of carnal vengeance because it blocks the righteous anger of God. The Bible says, do not be angry, do not allow the sun to go down on your anger. Do not give access to the devil. One day, Jesus was not received by, by people in the city and the disciples said, uh, give us of, uh, permission to call fire on these people. And Jesus says, you do not know what you are asking. I did not come to judge people but to save them. Anger leads to criminal acts. That's why we see with the Apostle Peter and we thank God that he was kept from doing something that was going to make him a partner of the anger of Satan. Whoever kills by the sword will die by the sword. Jesus kept Peter by saying to him, put back your sword. Whoever kills by the sword will die by the sword. That is why I'm saying to you, let God's anger fight for you. When Jesus is at the cross, he was showered with insults. Even the thief next to him was insulting him in his face. But I love the summary of the Apostle Peter, him who was reviled, did not revile back. Him who was threatened, but committed himself to the one who judges righteously, that I call the righteous anger. Before the cross, Jesus arrives in Nazareth. The people of Nazareth asked them to do miracles that he did elsewhere. Jesus begins to tell them things that made them angry of how there were many widows in the time of Zarephath and only one was served. 
and the synagogue was filled with anger and they took him on the hill of the city and they were about to throw him down. What was behind this anger? The power of darkness. The power of darkness was behind this anger. And this power of darkness was in Galilee because there was a word of scripture that said gloom shall not rule forever over the territory on whom is distress. What is the territory? The territory of Zebulun and Naphtali in Galilee. Jesus needed to bring down this anger that was in Galilee. It is after the Galilee of the people of Nazareth that the people from the synagogue tried to kill him because there was a word. When Jesus escaped, he was about to be killed by the anger that was inspired by the devil who instructs people to kill the preachers. And that is why the Bible says Babylon was filled with the blood of the witnesses and those who have the testimony of Jesus. The first witness was about to be killed. He escaped. He went to Capernaum. Jesus overcame the hatred that was there, that was cursing the king, that was cursing God. And Jesus went to Capernaum. Capernaum. I want to explain to you a few things. In Luke chapter 4, after Jesus escaped death, chapter 4, verse 28 to 29, the Bible says they were all filled with anger and they rose and chased him out of the city. They took him to the hill on which the city was built in order to throw him down. But Jesus passed through them and he went to Capernaum, city of Galilee on the day of the Sabbath and the people were struck by his teaching and doctrine because he taught with authority and there was a man with an impure spirit in the synagogue who said what is between you and us Jesus of Nazareth I know who you are holy one of God and Jesus threatened him and said to him leave this man the demon threw the man in the midst of the assembly and left him without harming him and all were amazed and they said to one another who is he, this one who commands with authority to the evil powers and they leave the darkness was no longer going to rule in Galilee and in Capernaum Jesus here was overcoming anger by anger when the anger of the people of Nazareth was poured against Jesus, Jesus received the revelation of the anger against anger. When he reaches in Capernaum, where they were, there was cursing of the king and, and God, according to Isaiah 8. An anger that is against evil and evil doers is righteous anger that I call white anger. The anger of God has been revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness as we see in Romans 1 verse 18. And we see here Jesus using anger in order to do good. 
this man who was under the influence of demonic powers was being harassed by demons and oppressed by demons but by anger jesus threatened the evil spirit and he threw him out of this man the righteous anger or the white anger of god is the anger that does good to people at the resurrection of jesus he received the grace of this anger that i'm talking about revelation chapter 6 verse 12. i looked when he opened the sixth seal and behold there was a great earthquake and the sun became black as the sackcloth of air and the moon became like blood and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its lead figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the commanders, the mighty men, every slave, every free man, hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and say to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand. That is why I say to you, overcome anger by anger. Who can stand before the anger of the Lamb? Already when he was alive, the demons of the synagogue of Capernaum learned the lesson of his anger. But here it is the spiritual and natural elements that are frightened by the anger of God. May God give you the mantle of his anger so that you may frighten the dark anger. May you frighten dark anger by heavenly anger. The great day is here. God has visited us. Behold new times. Let us sing glory to the Lamb. We will receive from the Christ everything that He promised. The Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is here. The Holy Spirit is here. Death has disappeared. God gives fullness of salvation. And all over the earth, the great day has risen. The Holy Spirit is here. The great day of the Lamb, the great day of the Lamb, who can, who can stand it, overcome that anger by the anger of God, the anger of heaven, who can stand before the anger of the Lamb, the apostles benefited from the anger in order to overcome anger. He said to them, wait in Jerusalem until you are clothed from the power from above. It was anger that he was speaking about. John baptized with water, but you are going to baptize with fire in a few days. And when they were baptized in the white anger, in 
the righteous anger they overcame the dark anger of the pharisees and the sadducees you will be my witnesses in jerusalem in judea until the ends of the earth may you be baptized in the anger of the of the Lamb. What are you doing, Pentecostals? You call yourselves Pentecostals. It was tongues of fire, not tongues of water. Tongues of fire is an image of anger. Why did God appear in a burning bush before Moses? It's because God was angry against Egypt. They had killed little babies in Egypt. They were going to perish by the sword. He who kills by the sword will die by the sword. You are going to be baptized in righteous anger against the dark anger. The great day has risen. All are afraid because of this anger. The heaven was rolled like a scroll and the mountains were shaken out of their places and the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave, every free man, hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and say to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb for the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand, hallelujah, I am proclaiming the great day of his anger in order to overcome dark anger if you go in revelation 19 if you shed blood you also receive blood revelation 19 verse 20 because he, he was insulting the heavens and those who dwell in the heavens. I'll read verse. It was found in her the blood of hope and was found, Revelation 18, 24, and in her was found the blood of prophets and saints and of all who were slain on the earth. Revelation 19, verse 1. After these things I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. For true and righteous are his judgments because he has judged the great Lord who corrupted the earth with a fornication and he has avenged on her the blood of his servants shed by her. And again they say, Hallelujah, her smoke rises up forever and ever. And verse 9, then he said to me, Right, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said, These are the true sayings of God. Joy by the anger of God. They will not be joy from heaven without the revelation of the anger of God. Here it's the angels who are singing. Jesus went he experienced in Gethsemane a bad season. This is the hour of the power of the night. He began to feel anguish and distress in his heart. But after that came victory over the anger that was going to touch the root of those who were the source of his crucifixion. And after that victory, the, the supper of the Lamb was going to begin. Joy by the righteous anger. 
May the Lord send the righteous anger where you are so that those who have afflicted you may be touched. It is God's righteousness to afflict those who afflict you and to give you rest. That is the gospel of Christ. That is why Jesus is in eternal rest. He is in eternal rest. But the justice that Jesus claimed, he committed himself to the one who judges righteously. It is God's righteousness. It is God's righteousness to afflict those who afflict you. Hallelujah and hallelujah. It is God's good pleasure and God's righteousness to afflict the demons who afflict you and to give you rest. Receive rest by the righteous anger. Our time is gone. God knows how to pour his anger. Revelation 19 verse 17. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun and he cried with a loud voice saying to all the birds that fly in the midst of heaven, come and gather together for the supper of the great God. What was this feast? It was vengeance on the beast that was insulting him that you may eat the flesh of the kings, the flesh of the captains, the flesh of the mighty men, the flesh of horses and of those who sit on them, and the flesh of all people free and slave, both small and great. And I saw the beasts, the kings of the earth, and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse against his army. Then the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet who worked signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone, and the rest were killed with the sword which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh. The beast was paid because insulted God, his name, the angels, and for having killed the saints. He was paid. Whoever kills by the sword will die by the sword. Whoever leads into captivity will lead into captivity. He was led into what kind of prison? The prison of fire. Satan will end in that prison. It is Satan who gave to the, to the beast this mouth to insult. He was put in a prison for a thousand years. Afterwards, he will join the beast in the lake of fire. The anger of heaven, the righteous anger will overcome the dark anger. It will end there. It will end there. Paradise will be for those who are on the side of righteousness. Heaven is for those who are on the side of righteousness. It is God's righteousness to afflict those who afflict you. Do not wait for the end of the world. May you afflict evil by Pentecost. In Jerusalem, demons and Caiaphas were threatened. They were threatened. Diseases were threatened by the baptism of the anger of the Lamb on Peter's shadow. If you are sick, I afflict your disease by the white anger of the Lamb. This is the heavenly judgment. The anger 
fire of God is revealed from heaven against all unrighteousness. May you touch every unrighteousness, every evil, by the anger of God. And in Jerusalem, the the temple was afflicted and they said you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and want to make the blood of these men on us. They were afflicted because they lost 3,000 financial partners because these went to the side of the upper room. Imagine 3,000 souls leave your, your temple to go to others because you crucified. Jesus' anger was Pentecost. He says in a little while you are going to be clothed by fire. May you receive this gift. May you receive this mantle. May you receive this power. It is the anger of the Lamb. You are complete in the Lamb. Receive also the anger. It is in the Lamb. Paul says you are complete in Him, the ruler. Receive the anger and demons are going to fear you. The Bible says demons were we are running away from the shadow of Peter. His shadow was baptized in the anger of, of Peter. The, the clothes of Paul were making demons to run away because the clothes were baptized in the anger of God. The demons did not know the sons of Sceva because they were not baptized in the anger of God. Do not cast away demons without being baptized in the anger of God. It will be a reality in your life. You are going to, when you enter in your church, the demons will feel fire without seeing fire. I'm thinking of the anger of Jesus in the temple of Capernaum and the demons were paralyzed because it was the anger of the Lamb working at a national level before the anger could work at an international level. Who can stand? If there is something that the devil cannot stand, it is the anger of God. The Bible says demons believe that God is and they tremble. It is the anger. I want you to be clothed because people think that baptism is just dreams and speaking in tongues. No. I was going to read for you, Joel, that Pentecost is extremely dangerous. There will be fire in the heaven and blood on the earth. These things are written. It was not just speaking in tongues. It is the great day of the Lord. There was going to be smoke, blood, fire. It was a time of anger. The sea, hell begins to shake. For in all the universe, the Holy Ghost is here. There was an earthquake in Jerusalem. An earthquake against hell. May you make hell to shake in your city, in your nation, by the anger of the Lamb. The great day is here. Who can stand? Who can stand? May you enter in this great day that is eternal. And Jesus was that. That is why my topic is victory over the dark anger by righteous anger. The Pentecost of Jesus is the righteous anger or the white anger as the burning bush of Moses. Pharaoh could not stand. Amen and amen on this platform of the gospel. Amen.
Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching.